Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading The Mystical Temple of God by St. Stanislaus of Jesus and Mary Papchinsky from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with Chapter 21, Part 5, pages 649 to 651. Chapter 21, The Restoration of the Mystical Temple, Part 5. Admonishing the Sinner Many would correct their vices if they had prudent admonitors. I say prudent, for admonition is seldom useful when employed with ardent zeal, not at all when it is employed with furious anger. Just as men gradually grow accustomed to their vices, equally they are to be withdrawn from them. Violence is everywhere hurtful. Therefore David had, I believe, a very pleasant and cautious admonition of Nathan before his eyes when he sang, The just man shall correct me in mercy and shall reprove me, but let not the oil of the sinner fatten my head. Psalm 141, verse 5. The apostle did not prescribe anything different. Brothers, he said, even if a person is caught in some transgression, you who are spiritual should correct that one in a gentle spirit. That's from Galatians chapter 6, verse 1. But another's failings should not be made known before those who fail have been fraternally admonished in private. When a fault of an individual, and to a much greater extent the sin of several or of a community, becomes known to more persons, it is usually fiercely defended. Some prefer to suffer the loss of their salvation, even though very imprudently, than of their own of their good name. They can be turned away from this evil by wise admonitors. On this point, therefore, heavenly wisdom leaves us an excellent rule, saying, If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault before you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have one over your brother. If he does not listen, take one or two others along with you, so that every fact may be established on the testimony of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell the church. If he refuses to listen even to the church, then treat him as you would a Gentile or a tax collector. That's from Matthew chapter 18, verses 15 through 17. Just see how gently and cautiously we must proceed in fraternal correction. Some correct themselves when they hear their own shortcomings being rebuked in others. Some, unless they see their faults, do not acknowledge them and believe that others are to be corrected in them. Some are made worse by frequent admonition. Some eagerly desire to be admonished, even in the smallest things. And so to these this saying applies. He who rebukes a man gets more thanks in the end than one with a flattering tongue. That's from Proverbs verse 28, chapter 28, verse 23. And deservedly so. For why should we avoid rebuke, let alone admonition, when it is better to be rebuked by a wise man than to be deceived by the flattery of fools? That's from the book of Ecclesiastes, verse, chapter 7, verse 5. 
Why should we avoid rebuke since open rebuke is better than hidden love? That's from Proverbs 27, verses 5 and 6. Why should we avoid rebuke since better are the wounds of a friend than the deceitful kisses of an enemy? That's Proverbs chapter 27, verse 6. I return again to the prudence of a rebuke. I do not speak ineptly. One must have a regard for the nature of those to be rebuked and their character. The occasion and method must be wisely applied. Indeed, one must fervently pray to God for the obstinate and destitute of grace that he may accomplish with his light what exceeds our prudence or authority. Since sometimes with this light he converts the most wicked into the most holy. Here, prayer helps more than harsh rebuke or severe blame. Thus, it was very well said, one should patiently suffer what one cannot amend, in oneself or in others, until God ordains otherwise. If anyone admonished once or twice does not submit, do not quarrel with him, but entrust all to God, so that his will be done and honor may come to be in all his servants, for he knows well how to change evil into good. In this next part of the chapter, St. Stanislaus of Jesus and Mary turns to the next spiritual work of mercy, admonishing the sinner. How important this is in our world today, which has lost the sense of sin. Some people don't believe in any kind of objective truth, for them, everything is relative, and each person can decide his or, her own, his or her own truth, what is right or wrong. Unfortunately, this is nothing new. This is the oldest trick in the book of the devil. This is the original temptation and the original sin. But how to admonish someone who doesn't want to be admonished? This is not easy. St. Stanislaus mentions the virtue of prudence. As people grow accustomed to their vices, they have no sense that they are doing anything wrong. St. Paul says that we should correct people with a gentle spirit. Doing so in private helps. People want to defend their good name at all costs, even if it at the price of their salvation for some. St. Stanislaus says we should know the person that we are trying to correct and adapt the style of the correction to the person and we should pray for grace that the person might be open to the correction. And then St. Stanislaus counsels not arguing with someone who does not submit to correction after one or two admonitions. It is best at that point to entrust everything to God. God can bring good out of everything. Perhaps we have done what God asked of us. We planted a seed, and the conversion will come at a later date after the person has had time to ponder what was said. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you. I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. 
Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.